I love that you tell me to be no holds barred on this. Yeah. <laughs> so the transition, and I love the transition because like theme park, we're so reserved and just kind of just news-y on that one. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, now let's be big personalities on something. Yeah. So it's a fun transition. To make. It is also a great first pick. Thank you for this first pick of movie. Mm -hmm. I wanted to start super gay. It was the gayest movie I've ever watched, I believe. <laughs> it's going to be the same feed. I, th I think I'm just going to keep the episodes in it. and We're just transitioning. So for now, it's still movies on shuffle. We okay, will change the name eventually on the feed. Because the other part of this, I'm not rewatching the movie because I've seen all the. I've seen. You're the not rewatching it at all. Okay. No. Okay. It's me more or less you telling me about the movie, your thoughts on the movie, and I'll chime. Really, in. I thought the podcast was going to be basically you talking, and I would just chime in occasionally. Nope. No, Ryan, you're leading the whole fucking thing. No, the whole thing is you watching these gay fucking movies that you've never seen before. <laughs> and this will be a cold open. By this oh, time. I know. Welcome to a show we don't even know what the hell we're calling it. This is episode one of that. It's episode whatever of Movies on Shuffle, but it's not Movies on Shuffle. We're talking gay movies. You noticed we haven't posted an episode in this feed since November. So it seemed like this podcast was dead, but we're reviving it. We're just putting a spin on it. So it's going to stay a movie review podcast, but instead just random movies for no reason. I'm making a list of LGBTQ gay movies, specifically like gay romance movies that I watched either as a kid or teenager or whatever. And I'm going to have Ryan watch them and we're going to talk about them. Ryan being a straight man who's probably never seen any of these movies before because most of them are very independent, low budget, <laughs> uh, non-English language films. You're going to make me read fucking subtitles, Dallas. God damn it. Yeah, there's a lot of French movies. There's a lot of... A um, lot of soft penises. A lot of soft penises. Eastern European movies, yeah. I see it's in the feed. We're talking about a movie though that... <laughs> doesn't have any sex in it, I don't think, I recall. There's some kissing, I guess, but there's no sex. No. There's no butts or penises or anything. But those will come, for sure. Um, no pun intended. Because <laughs> there's a few, too, that have, like, actual sex in it that I, I might make you watch. So, yeah, we'll see. See about that. <laughs> a lot of gay movies are actual, just, like, they hire porn actors to be in it because they want actual sex scenes. Ryan, I need you to go to Pornhub this week. <laughs> the movie is on Pornhub. They're not actual porn movies. There's just graphic real sex scenes in them. Anyway, so this week we're talking about Were the World Mine? So I'm going to start every episode by giving the IMD um, plot synopsis, just this short little blurb. Uh, and this one is a bullied and demoralized gay student at an all boys school uses a magical flower. As I'm saying this, it is the gayest thing. I forgot about the flower that sprays people, right? Yeah. I have um, lots to say about the flower. A magical flower derived from Shakespeare's A Midsummer Night's Dream to turn many in his community gay, including a rugby player 
for himself, which is a weird way to put that. It's his love interest, who he assumes is straight. But there's a twist at the end. My favorite part of the movie. So, some background for this movie. The reason I love this movie is because when I was a teenager, we had Logo, which is like the gay cable channel. And it played this movie like all the time. And this is when I was 15, I think still closeted but like obviously knew I was gay at that point deeply wanted a boyfriend deeply wanted to be in love so that's what spoke to me about it just like scenes of them we'll get into it but the scenes of them just at like a town fair by a tree holding each other's hands and hugging and stuff it's like oh just I wanted that so bad I'm sure if I watched it now I would hate it because (laughs) the singing and the dancing (laughs) because this is a what is it even it's a romantic musical so I'm going to uh, take a segment for Movies on Shuffle and just change it up a little bit. So this movie came out November 21st, 2008. I'm just going to read the page on onthisday.com about that specific day. It was a Friday. It was 14 years, one month, and 27 days ago. The Chinese Zodiac was Rat. The star sign was Scorpio. The number one song in the United States was Live Your Life by T.I. featuring Rihanna. So that's that. When you said Friday, my head went right to Rebecca Black, how you said it. Friday. Yeah. How I said it. Yeah. Yep. Have you been keeping up with Rebecca Black? I see her on TikTok occasionally. I follow her, but it's not like I'm just like obsessively going to her page every day. So it's like once every few weeks. I mean, I'm not either, but. She's very attractive. Yeah. Yeah. That's she definitely had a glow up. She's still like doing music. I think. I I think so. Good for her. Let's get in to this movie. What are your initial. (laughs) I'll start with positives, which is what you thought would be your negative. I actually enjoyed some of the music in this movie. I mean, I do too, but it's cheesy. Specifically, I think it's just like the self-titled song. It's like the big breakout, we're the world mine song or whatever. I think that's what it's titled. Yeah, it's good. No, I forgot how good that Uh, song is. That song is good. That was catchy. I thought Zelda Williams, who Rob Williams' daughter is the main woman and female actress in this film except the whatever she the mother no zelda williams no she's the kid she's the like kid, a friend the friend yeah. The friend, yeah yeah zelda williams yeah i didn't know so she that. sings in her little rock punk rock band that has at the end is a nice little rock band i think the gym teacher sings maybe and it's very weird and awkward he's like in the steps but for the most part, I enjoyed the music quite a bit. I'm not the biggest fan of like the background dancing, of course. I'm not a gay man. There's a lot of shirtless. It's just constantly shirtless cutaways to these songs. It's just like we're rubbing all over each other for no reason. Yeah. Okay. I could see why you loved it. Yeah. That's the, the other. I forget about that part because like he's on a rugby team, right? So it's a lot of the rugby guys. Which um, the, the rugby thing threw me right away. I'm like, really? Rugby? Out of all the sports you could pick, rugby? <laughs> Well, I think they're going for like a prep school vibe. But even that's like a lacrosse or something. I'm like, who the fuck? I had to look up. I'm like, who the fuck plays rugby in the United States? And I guess there's like 2000 teams or something. I don't know. But I'm like, come on. And the main actor, let me make sure I pull his name. Is it Tanner Tanner Cohen? Yeah. is more masculine than the fucking kids on this goddamn rugby team. They're teasing him. They're like, bag. And I'm like... Dude, you're the little twinkiest the little twink, nothing the two guy. twinky assholes that when he turns them gay with the flower and it's like they are so gay like i think they're actually gay like that's how gay they're being like yeah yeah they, ha- they have to be i was gonna ask you if this cast was all gay i wasn't sure if they're all lgbtq i wasn't sure it is hard to find information because a lot of these people don't have pages and stuff because they're not well-known actors tanner cohen is for sure out um the main actor and he's done other 
projects, but his love interest, whatever his name is, I meant to look at his Instagram because I honestly don't know. I think he's, I think he's straight and I could be wrong. He's had a girlfriend in the past, but don't quote me on it. Another like tiny segment I want to do for this is, <laughs> are the gay people actually gay in real life? Okay. Uh, so you already did that for me, okay. but. The main actors. I was just, so I was just curious because it was really like when they got into these cutaway dream sequences type thing, they were all over each other making out and stuff. And I was yeah. like, eh, for this low budget of a movie, I'm assuming that I don't know if you'd hire a straight guy for that type of role because it's not like they're going to bring any star power to it. Yeah, I'm looking at that main love interest Instagram and he looks pretty gay to me. Okay, so I wouldn't be surprised if the whole cast gay. was gay. I mean, it was you know, it's a low budget movie. Super Which I'll get, budget. To, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Okay. Because well. okay. I watched a YouTube video years ago and it's the fact that they even got this made and it looks as good as it does is crazy. I think the theme of this movie and what you're supposed to take away, it has a good spirit of like seeing the life through somebody else's eyes type thing and people can change. But it, we're getting into the negative now. The whole flower thing is very like weird, rapey type, weird, convincing. They're, yeah. How do they how do they learn at the end of the movie? They're just like, OK, you're going to get the antidote sprinkled on you from the sprinkler or whatever. And now all of a sudden you've learned a lesson by what I don't. You were making out and fucking <laughs> each other. But now, but now you know what it's like to be bullied. Now, you know. I don't understand how do they have how do they have any compassion nothing they were just the fucking flower just made them sex craved fiends it wasn't even about being experiencing like the gay lifestyle they were just sex no. fiends yeah that's all it was it was like i want to fuck you i want to fuck you come on i want to fuck you i love you <laughs> yeah and i was like oh my god well and he's just squirting everybody in the face he's just with this dumb flower oh i know how many people how many people are in town two thousand that's not a lot i'm gonna just go around and uh, 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 uh. <laughs> you know that part like, is sexual Obviously, Ryan, it's the plot. They're tying it into, they're doing a production of Midsummer's Night Dream, which is a Shakespeare play. I don't know Shakespeare. I know nothing about that. Um, but from what I can tell, is that's a part of the of Midsummer Night's Dream, right? Is the plot I have, thing. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure that's what they're tying it into. Or at least it has something to do with changing people's perception type thing. Yeah, but that's like turning people sexual. I think that's a part of Midsummer Night's Dream. I get the moral of the story. I just don't understand how anybody learned any lesson I like how does the gym teacher want to fuck it like the fuck the principal how does that have anything to do with not being a dick because you're walking anybody... in someone else's shoes kind of <laughs> i don't know i feel like it's very stereotypical and horrible like just yeah. like, all, all gay people want to do is fuck that's all they want to do is fuck all the time like his friend i don't know that his friend like he's the first person he squirts in the face on accident right and he just rips his shirt off and he's like i want to fuck you right now and then the the mom comes there was nothing it was just that's the only quality of being gay is you want to fucking just fuck okay (laughs) that's the takeaway i got is that they're just horny i guess but what's wrong with that I just don't feel like you can, your moral of the story can be seeing life through somebody else's eyes. I guess. But don't you think that's also just like a comedic trope to have them want to fuck everyone? What was it? I don't feel like this movie was a comedy. (laughs) It's not a comedy, but like, it's like goofy and ridiculous. I just think this is just a horny teenager movie. It was like, oh, we're going to just have hot bodies just mash and it's just, they're going to eat it right up. It's hot and there you go. But uh, speaking of that, at the end when they're doing Midsummer Night's Dream, and the like the body paint and the glitter and stuff. Oh my god. Yeah. I forgot that. Ooh, yeah, they're hot. I also love that it's called Cupid's Love Juice. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Okay. It's a fantasy, right? You have to suspend your disbelief a little bit. Like, is it if that is that actually what's happening, or is that in his head, or is it a dream? Like, I understand you're. you're so, so it would end up being 
it'd be a dream within a dream where so we have like oh my god what's the fucking leo movie inception <laughs> inception because literally he's <laughs> That's dreaming what it feels like so he is with his boyfriend or whatever and they're dreaming and then he has all this crazy shit going on that's when the teacher's like here's the antidote and how it's all gonna work and then they're laying there and then his mom or somebody finds him laying next to the tree yeah and then he wakes up and still the same crazy shit fucking happened they're still just having a love fest with every single person in town so if maybe it's inception and dream within a dream within a dream but going back we talked about the low budget <laughs> of this movie my issue is more in just the quality of the actors. It was very soap opera-y. And I'm assuming a lot of these actors have like a that type of like theater background. I think it's all theater. That, I think the director came from theater. That, that overacting is it took me out so many times. I love have like it. I think I, I think if I hated it. I it's a I hate fantasy. It. I hate it so much because you'll have one actor that's like just trying to be like a down to earth person, then you'll have the well, theater teacher I think way the, over the top all the time. On, in terms of acting, I think the lead actor was quite good. Yeah, he and did, grounded. He did, he did fine. But yeah, it is weird when you have that juxtaposed to the theater teacher and the like theater the teacher. People. Yeah, it was like the theater teacher and then like the gym teacher yeah. and the principal. It was just a weird combination of all over the place. Nobody was on the same page of like what we're gonna do. No, and I thought the friends were fine. I thought Zelda Williams was fine. I thought the other I, that is news to me. I did not know that it's Robin <laughs> Williams' daughter. <at> all. <laughs> That's crazy. No. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. No. Didn't know that. Interesting. I just saw the name pop up because I knew his daughter's name is Zelda Williams, and I was uh, like, "Oh, Zelda Williams." Okay. I had no idea what she looked like. It's not like she's a big movie star, but no, I, I know the name just from video game stuff. Let me look at some of the other things. I thought the the spirit of the mom son relationship was good, and I wanted to ask on how like your relationship with your mom was because. She goes through and goes like that him being gay is also like a burden on her. She has to deal with it. Mm -hmm. So she has to come out to all her friends all through like throughout the movie. She has to come out in quotes, even though it's not her coming out, but that's how she puts it to her boss, to the customers for her makeup company. Yeah. I just wanted to see how your experience was when you came out and how your mom and your dad, your brother, how they all handled it. Well, for my mom, it was more she. It's the whole thing of like, you know, realizing it's going to be a harder life for your child, which is dumb because it is what it is. So it was more than that. She doesn't think selfishly. So it wasn't like, oh, I have to tell people. No, it wasn't like that. The weird thing is it shouldn't have been a surprise to her, but it was whatever you want to take that. And like, I would do something and she would like assume that I'm acting different. And I'm like, I've been gay the whole time. Like I'm being the same person. I am. So this idea that your personality is completely different now is funny to me. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's a theme in the movie because I haven't seen it in a while. The mom also asked like, what did I do to make you gay? Like right. what did I personally do? Right. And it's, it's so funny because it's like with my mom, she just wanted knowledge. She wanted to read books. Yeah. She wanted to be in groups with other parents and stuff. Which for me, it's like, I already went through that in my own, own head. Like I already processed it. It's like, I'm just telling you, I'm okay with it personally. I'm just telling you because she was trying to get me to be in like groups and stuff. And I'm like, I don't need to talk about it anymore. And it's fine that you do. That's fine. And she would never like think that it's something she did wrong. But it was funny that I had to basically explain it in so, such simple terms of like, I was trying to be like, when you were a teenager and you started feeling things for guys, because she was like, how do you know? And I'm like, what do you mean? How do I know? Like, that's how I yeah, you're, feel. You're tr- yeah, you're attracted to who you're attracted to. It's not like. Right. It just had to be simply put of like, how did you know you were straight? Like, that sounds like a stupid fucking question. Yeah. Like, well, and then my dad was 
whatever he knew and so it was whatever which so funny that my mom pretends like she didn't know and his thing was basically even if I like he wouldn't talk to me about girls or anything so it didn't change it's not like if I was straight he would talk yeah. about personal shit with me anyway. I'm straight and I, it makes me uncomfortable I have to like joke around with my dad I, if I if it's a serious thing it makes me so fucking uncomfortable um, I don't want to talk about any sex thing unless we're joking around yeah I, mean, I like joke a, about a it. joke level yeah. and even that he freaks out about it no it's basically the only thing we talked about with it was he asked me, it's not a choice, right? Like, this is who you are. And I was like, uh-huh. And he was like, okay, great. And that was it. <laughs> like, even if it was a choice, who can't, like, I, he meant well, so I'll just, it's fine. Although he did literally out me to my grandma without telling me he was going to do that in front of me. Oh, that's so that great. Was, that was fun. Love that. <laughs> that was, he always he, oh, means well and stuff. Like, he just doesn't know how to go about it. That's so true. you don't really remember this movie that well, but do you remember the mom's subplot being like the Nora Faye makeup lady? Yeah. I, I thought it was just a weird... Unnecessary. Yeah. Like, like her trying to get work in Nora town or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Because like, they didn't really build up the mom-son relationship enough, in my opinion. They focused too much on this dumb job and this weird, like, I don't even know, Southern rich lady. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Wasn't she a terrible actress, if I remember? <laughs> she was. It was way overacting. Yeah. I remember like little snippets of songs like when they go up and down, up and down. And when he goes, Timothy, is that the name of the guy he's interested in? Yes, I believe. Oh, wait, wait, Timothy. T- t- yeah, Timothy is the main character. This it was must be the Jonathan. Oh, because he's someone his, his love interest. Is yeah. I'm not Timmy. I'm Timothy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was a fucking line by the little <laughs> twinky, fucking blonde-haired rugby guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. The director of this movie, so we can kind of talk about the background of this movie some more is tom gustafson i know nothing about him you can't really find anything um i think he's done a second feature since this but clearly he comes from like a theater yeah. <laughs> background because uh, if i remember like the dancing and stuff's pretty good i mean it's yeah. well choreographed yeah it's really well choreographed it's just really gay and really just <laughs> weird i don't know i don't know no, it it's is just a like weird that- niche film because they're just like i told you like it's just they're shirtless all the time it's just like we're just gonna be shirtless and just oily bodies i mean i'm assuming tom gustafson is a a gay man who you know didn't mind (laughs) directing a bunch of oiled up 20 year olds playing teenagers because i think it's not saying he's a creep though no seems like he's a creep dallas i'm not saying he's a creep but i'm just saying he probably didn't mind it (laughs) i'm not saying he didn't went full kevin spacey and all i'm just saying Sure, it wasn't a bad day. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna put forth. He's like, I have twenty thousand dollars. Whatever this, I don't even know what this movie costs to make. Hundred thousand dollars. I don't know what it. That. I'm just gonna spot this. I'm gonna spot this hundred thousand dollars just so I can be around these young, attractive men all day. I'm not saying that was the motivation. I'm saying it was a perk. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. So we talked about the plot, but it ends with is it? He gives the antidote to everyone or something. He so, blows yeah, th- dust in their face, or is that it? So that's what they say or whatever, but it ends up being like through the sprinkler system. Oh, so they're yeah. all, everyone During needs to play. be at the play. Everyone needs to be at the play. The whole town. The whole town, which they say 2,000 people and there's like 50 people. You know, budget. <laughs> yep. So yeah, so then everyone gets the, the antidote and they're all cured and they're, some of them are <laughs> back to normal being homophobic and some of them are accepting and. You know, everyone did uh, learn a lesson. So there you go. And that's, oh, that's normal. That's life. Some people change and some people don't. I also couldn't recall because like, like some of the people didn't get sprayed, like the principal, I believe. 
Yes. So then his like wife is a lesbian for a little bit. <laughs> and then the <laughs> fucking rugby coach is confessing his love to him. And then he just all of a sudden has to be like, okay, rugby guy, you're good. Yep. All good. Wife, you're all good. I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what <the fuck> is this? <laughs> See, that's funny. The last scene, I believe, is Tim the and uh, Jonathan, right? Yep. Uh, and I remember so Jonathan has the ant- antidote or whatever. So Timothy just assumes he's back to being straight. Or, and then it, it ends with a kiss, right? They kiss each other. Yeah, which was interesting because... Because it was like a surprise to Timothy. Where was that? And do they even remember? Because like, they don't even explain like what this dream state for all these people is. Because like, is he, Jonathan, he remembers all this? He remembers having this love affair and affinity towards Timothy? I don't know. Because otherwise it makes no sense because during his... What was their relationship before? He kind of stuck... I don't know. They knew each other? They knew each other and it was... It seemed like Jonathan felt bad that Timothy was picked on. Okay. And then Timothy had like a crush on Jonathan. Yeah. Through like these dream sequences because he was the only kid that gave a shit that, hey, this is wrong. He didn't always like do go fully committed of like stopping his friends, but he was like, enough's enough at this point. And he stopped kids from beating him up. Yeah, and stuff. he's the one kid that was nice to him. <laughs> but he still had a girl, like he had a girlfriend that he kissed and it seemed like it bummed out Timothy. Right. And then when Jonathan was gay, he broke up with his girlfriend and his girlfriend had this craze fucking where he, she was just going to kill basically them. Not really kill him, but she was I like on the hunt down for these fags. She just kept like, I'm on the hunt down for these fags. I'm going to get did it. Did they say fag in this movie? They did. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> that's why I'm saying it. Otherwise I wouldn't be saying it. I'm just saying. I mean, I know that, but I'm just, I, I don't remember that. Then again, it was 2009. So yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God. And then, so then he fucking kisses him. And I was like, okay, I guess. Sure. <laughs> it's a happy ending for them, I guess. Well, that's why I loved it as a 15 year old little gay boy that wanted, I wanted the straight guy, hot straight guy to do that to me. You're not straight. Well, why would you want the hot straight guy? Well, you, want, you want the gay guy, not the straight there guy. There were no gay guys in high school. In my high school. <laughs> I don't know. And if there were, I wasn't attracted to them. I think my biggest complaint in this movie is just like my expectation going in, like just seeing the title of this film and then like the plot, I was expecting more of like a serious take on something. And this no, was just like goofily. camp. This is so, Campy, goofily, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Campy, low budget, wonky fucking movie. There, I think that threw off my whole thing. There's so many movies that are going to come up on this podcast now that are like what you just described before that. So I want to start with some different this is definitely an outlier. Okay. I was, I was kind of hoping for that. I was like, okay, I'm going to get a good love story. Well, and... they're going to, there's going to be plenty of that and you're going to get bored by it. Cause that's all it is really. So I'm going to try to throw in goofy, interesting things. Or this one, I was not expecting him just to go around town spraying people in the face with the fucking flower. I was <laughs> like, what the fuck? I love it. No, I'm going to throw in some fun stuff. I'm going to throw in some direct queen movies and throw in some other stuff. Cause otherwise it'll just get too sad. It'll become too much. There's too many movies about like, you know, married men in secret relationships and AIDS. Yeah, yeah, you know, it just becomes a lot. Yeah. Or like Star Cross Lover type things. I want a more fun fantasy. I do have a fun little word that I learned from this movie that I've never heard before. It's, I don't think it's a real word. 
But Zelda Williams says it, and she describes herself as heteroflexible, even though she's really not. I'll get into that point. She says she's straight, but shit happens. Yeah. But, which I think is an awesome quote. It's an awesome word. Heteroflexible. I've never heard of that. I've That's heard cool. of it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the end of, towards the end of the movie, Zelda mm-hmm. Williams has two girls. It's the, the two people that are chasing after or whatever. They get yeah. sprayed in the face and then they go after Zelda Williams. And then she's like, I'm not a lesbian. I'm not a lesbian. I'm not a lesbian. I was like, okay. I thought your shit happens. Shit's happening. They're all over you. I think that's, I think that's, a you know, a commentary on specifically women who say that until it gets real. And then, oh, never mind. <laughs> I feel like, it's weird. like there was so many weird, like way too like rapey-ish vibes with this flower thing though. They're just all over each other and like, I'm going to fuck you. It was just a little too intense. Well, it's like Cupid's arrow, right? Not that idea. Yeah, but usually that's more in like, I guess a cheesy way, like your heart's pounding out of your chest and you're floating in the air in love with this person. (laughs) This was like... Every single time it was just, they would go around the main character, Timothy or whatever. The, the people would start ripping their shirts off and they're like the middle of town. It's like, okay, you're fucking insane. You're in the middle of town, just ripping your shirt off. Well, love makes you do crazy things and that crazy. It's not the idea. Sure. That can, that can be the takeaway. Love <laughs> makes you do crazy things. You forget where you are and you just rip the clothes off. You know, I love this movie. I'm talking about it now. I remember how much I love it. Go watch it. I mean, it's say not, where, where, what is said, it on? You said Tubi. So it's on Tubi. I didn't watch it on that. I watched Pluto. it on Pluto. It might be on Tubi too. I watched it on the Roku channel. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you can find it, it has ads. I think you can buy it on Amazon if you want to avoid ads. But I said the Roku channel. So. Yeah. Most of these movies we're going to watch are going to be on those, yeah. those three free. And this movie's short. So that was good. Very it was only mm-hmm. less than an hour and a half in runtime. So yeah. I enjoyed that. Then <laughs> overstay its welcome. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fine for a one-time watch. Will I ever watch this movie again? Nope. Probably why would not. you? <laughs> well, that's why I'm doing this podcast, right? Try to open your eyes to other things that you never watch otherwise. I was curious. You, know, you explained it, but I was like, how the fuck do you find these movies as like a gay youth? Because like this, yeah. <laughs> this movie's Be- budget was so low, so shitty. There's no way this even had like a DVD release you could find outside of maybe the dollar store. Yeah, I know. Like I said, this movie specifically, the only reason is because it was on Logo, which was the gay cable channel. It doesn't exist anymore, I don't think. Um, and as a gay kid, I was just like, I would go through Logo's schedule and record everything I could, like movies and things. I was one of them. But in terms of the other movies, it's just, you know, <laughs> I was horny. And I, <laughs> then, I don't even mean in a sexual way, just in a just horny for gay content. I wanted to see gay people in relationships. And I wanted to see, you know, yeah. So that's like all these obscure mostly international independent film. So Dallas, we're wrapping up the episode, but there's one segment that I have to continue on with this, whatever we're calling the show is Dallas. Oh yeah. Who do you want to fuck? Oh, easy for me to say. So the actor that plays Jonathan, his name is Nathaniel David Becker. I can't find much about him. He has an Instagram. Like I said, he has a mustache now. He's even hotter now, to be honest. He was just so cute in this movie. He was so cute in this movie. Oh, and the fantasy of like the straight rugby guy being nice to you too. It's just like, oh, I hate that you so the straight rugby guy. Like, the, the rugby guy is very, who the fuck? I, who plays rugby, Dallas? This is so not of people. Takes me right out of the movie when they're like rugby. R- rugby's like a I'm big, rugby's like a good big gay sport. There's a lot of gay rugby leagues and things. Yeah. Cause you're in that little huddle all the time. Yeah. Like big Barry man that I like, you know, it's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was our 
first episode of whatever this is. Yeah, we'll probably have a title. There'll be something. Yeah, but we're keeping the movies on shuffle previous episodes. I just might relabel them. This is every two weeks, right? Every two weeks. So we'll be talking about, not sure what yet, but something gay. In two two weeks. weeks. Excited. Bye, guys. So off the pot, I was going to ask, because I just too dirty. Have you touched yourself to this film, Dallas? <laughs> this one? No, I don't think so. Okay. But that can be in our segment. <laughs> I thought about it and I'm like, that's a little weird. No. no, no.